When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, welcome back to the Stella Ray Herself podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and don't forget to screenshot this, send it to me on IG, post it to your story, tag me. I love seeing who is listening and watching and I love all of your responses throughout the week. It's so fun. It's just, I love our community. I said this in last week's episode as well, but especially love the community on IG recently like as of recently i've just been having so much fun on there and chatting with you guys and it's just been amazing so make sure you're following have post notifications on all of that let's just get into it y'all um i feel like you know some weeks i have grand topic <laughs> it's like a little dramatic some weeks i have very specific topics that you know i want to fully research and sometimes i'm just very compelled to talk about you know, something specific. This is not one of those weeks. Like I have a, I I feel like I have a lot of different topics and I mostly just want to chat with y'all and like catch up. And I think part of that just has to do with the fact that I haven't been vlogging as much. So I just feel like I have so much to like talk with you guys about. So let me know your thoughts on anything we discussed down below, but hopefully this goes well. Okay, it's Monday, y'all. I had a week... I mean, I kind of had a weekend. I went out for the first time in so long. Like, I can't even remember the last time I had tequila before this past weekend because I just really haven't been going out. Um, Like, I've gone to dinner, but, like, I haven't really gotten... gone to any bars or, like, just out... Um, and I think because of that, it just got a little out of control. Not that it was like so crazy or anything. Um, but like, I think what really did it for me was this bartender gave me and my two girlfriends a shot and I definitely did not need that shot. But you know, when you're already kind of lit and like, it just like sounds like a good idea. Like you're like, yeah, perfect. Like, wow. So I think that's what really like put me over the edge. So yesterday on Sunday, I was definitely hungover. And I just felt so dumb because I was like, bitch, like, I just know I was not drinking water. At the end of last year, I was so, I mean, for most of like last year, I was so good about staying hydrated when I would drink or like go out to a bar. I would like have my water, have a water with like every drink. Like there were some times where I should have been so much more hungover than I was, but I was smart and responsible and like first of all I just didn't drink too much but also was hydrating etc and I just it's like when you don't do that for a while you just forget like uh, which is like a good thing because it's like I haven't been drinking or going out but yeah but honestly yesterday it's not like it was the worst hangover of my life I was kind of like feeling gross in the morning but then By the afternoon, you know, I was able to do like a mini clean with me. I did laundry, washed my sheets, and then was able to make food and watch Euphoria. Um, So all in all, it was like 
it worked out but it's like i did not mean to get that lip it is just like hadn't seen my friends in a while everyone wanted to buy us shots or give us shots like it's just one thing led to another and it wasn't even like crazy that's the thing like i don't know just like yeah it was like actually a pretty chill time but like <laughs> just the shots just really added up um so that's great but now we're like i'm ready to go back to the routine and honestly i really feel like i needed that um just because i have really been in the house a lot uh since the holidays and everything um and i know i've like talked about it before I just feel like I feel like I'm a very like independent person, introverted. Like I can spend a lot of time alone. I can be at home by myself all day and like be fine with that. But too many days in a row or even like too many weeks in a row, bro, especially with the pandemic, I start to like get just too much in my head. Like my anxiety starts to get more just a little more heightened. Um so sometimes not that that's like, oh yeah, let me go and drink so much but like no regrets whatever (laughs) you know sometimes I it's like you almost forget who you are until you like go out and are around other people and I think that's just a fact because we are like social creatures so even though some of us are more likely to I don't know be comfortable being alone and like you know some people are just more introverted it's like you still need human interaction and like human interaction beyond just like saying hi to your neighbor or like talking to the cashier at Whole Foods you know but I like self-checkout I don't really want to talk but sometimes when you buy alcohol you can't go through the self-checkout so yeah (laughs) so that's the vibe but it was so funny because I mean not funny I don't really know the severity of the situation but the all of the California coast had a tsunami warning over the weekend because um a volcano erupted and was causing all of these like huge waves um so like my story was this tv at this bar that was like oh yeah tsunami warning issued for california and then all the next slides were just like drinks (laughs) perfect great way to deal with the world ending um i obviously was not affected i don't even though i'm like close to the water i don't like physically live close to the water so I, it's not like I had an evacuation warning, but I know one of you guys messaged me and she said there was, she lives like five minutes from the beach or something and there was a, an evacuation, but then it got lifted. So I don't think it ever got that bad in California. Like so, 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 I don't know. I could be wrong, but I just didn't hear of anything that was like crazy. I did see a couple videos of just like the beach, but it's like people were filming it. So I don't know have you ever watched like a tsunami video on youtube and then the comments are like why are they standing here recording it like bro shouldn't you be like getting the hell out of there anyway it was also a full moon like it's just it's a lot so wanted to give you guys a book update well first of all can we just do a caffeine update because all of last week i was like not really having any caffeine I know for a fact all of last week I did not have any coffee, caffeine, anything when I first woke up. And I talk about this because I know some of you also deal with like stress and anxiety. I mean, I feel like the two are kind of different, but we're just going to say both. Um, And also I just was not craving coffee. Like I feel like every time I had it before that, 
it was not hitting. I would never finish it. It just was not really even good to me. Um, so I've been doing my bone broth, y'all. And that was a great replacement for the coffee in the morning with like a like peppermint tea. Um, but there was a couple days where I had no coffee at all. Like no caffeine at all. And it's crazy because it like I just feel so like sedated almost. And it's like, oh, is this just like how you feel when you're normal and calm is this what like being calm feels like because <laughs> def- i've definitely had no coffee you know it's not like there hasn't been a day in years where i've never had caffeine but to do it like multiple days in a row it was just kind of interesting and it was interesting to see like how my body reacted and then when i did have some coffee um like yesterday i did have a little bit of cold brew just that i had made um just because I was like, okay, I need to make up for this whole like wasted day. Like I want to have a little bit of coffee and like clean and do laundry and stuff. Um, but then later I just had like, kind of had that anxiety feeling and it was probably also like anxiety, you know, um, but mixed with that, it was just like, uh. and then today I have, it's like mostly decaf. I just wanted something, but I did not have any coffee when I woke up, but the first day, I forget which day it was last week. Um, but I didn't have any coffee by like noon or maybe like 1 p.m. I was on my roof trying to work on my laptop and I was, bro, I could have passed out right there and then like I was so sleepy. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to take a nap, whatever. Um, and I literally slept. I didn't sleep for that long. It might've been like 20 minutes. But I was sleeping so hard. I woke up and I was like, why are the lights on? Did I fall asleep with the lights on? And I was like, oh yeah, I forgot. I was like taking a nap in the middle of the day. Like, So then I, I didn't have any coffee after that. It's not... I think what's been helping me... And I'm not... Like, I don't know. If you can have coffee and, you know, you don't struggle with... Like, obviously, there is such thing as too much caffeine just in general. But specifically, like you know, if you are dealing with anxiety or maybe just like over stress and, you know, I know we can all experience extra anxiety from caffeine. Um, yeah, I just want to let y'all know the tea, how you can do it. But I think what's really been helping is having alternatives and swapping out. Like I think I was talking about in my vlog, substituting the morning coffee for the bone broth. (laughs) So funny. Bro, I didn't have any today. I swear the bone broth cured my hangover yesterday, though. Like, because I just had a little bit left. I was like, okay, I hope this doesn't make me feel, like, gross or anything. Because, you know, when you just, like, anything you put in your body after drinking sometimes, it's like, I want to vomit. But it literally settled my stomach. Like, I just felt so much better. But substituting that for the coffee has been good because I've talked about before how sometimes a tea... Like, I just want more of, like, a rich kind of beverage in the morning and coffee... Like, a hot coffee has that, like, thickness that I want. Whereas, like, a peppermint tea is, like, I don't know. I just don't always want that first thing. But recently, that's been changing. But, um, so, doing that and then, like, in the afternoon if I crave. I mean, that's the thing. I haven't even been craving it. But just, like, swapping it out. Like, instead, just having water and, like, especially a water in a in one of the things with a straw. Cups with a straw, you know. Um, and just like making it a little extra cute of a water 
it just helps and then i'm just thinking recently it's just been like because i've naturally wanted to do it it's not like i've been forcing myself like okay i'm not gonna have any coffee this week it's like every day i'm just like do i really want a coffee no not really like i just kind of want to see what it's gonna be like so that's the vibe so if you've been dealing with extra anxiety whatever um i would recommend that you try it and just see how you feel um and then also i posted it on my story but at whole foods they have these little like herbal supplement like tincture drops so i had gotten the kava one before which is for nervous system like stress anxiety i have also gotten like their echinacea maybe an elderberry i don't know it might have been a different brand but i saw they had one that's called good mood and it has like ashwagandha in it saint john's wort and a couple other herbs that are good for like balancing out your nervous system so i've been adding that to my peppermint tea it's only been a couple days but even that it's like i'm drinking this knowing that it's actually helping me um and yeah it's definitely been helping also i've been waking up and doing the yoga with adrian you know 30 day journey every morning and that's like the first thing i do which that has been a little more not like super have to force myself but you know part of me you know it's sometimes so nice to just wake up and go on instagram right away and spend like uh the first 30 minutes an hour of your day just on your phone like nothing like it like truly honestly uh and especially since it's been kind of cold out recently she's like i want to stay in my bed bro and not having coffee i'm like but i swear kind of forcing myself to do it make my beverages do that right away like it really has been helping it. <laughs> You know when you like know something is good for you and it's going to make you feel good and then you do it and it actually works and you're like, oh, <laughs> who would have thought that having a venti cold brew would, <laughs> who would have thought that having some peppermint tea and bone broth and yoga with Adrian and a meditation first thing would make me not feel the same way as having a venti cold brew and one hour of Instagram. <laughs> So just trying to be more mindful. And again, it's not like, I don't know. It's really interesting because I've definitely had phases, you know. If you've been watching me for a while, you know, I go through phases of, oh, I'm not going to drink coffee or, oh, I'm going to, you know, knock on my phone first thing. Um, but it's never really lasted. And I'm just wondering how it will go this time since I feel like I'm doing a lot of this just naturally out of like, uh, like I didn't really like how I was feeling before. You know, and not just like, oh, like, oh, I want to try this. Like, it's like a challenge. Like, I want to challenge myself for a week or a month to like, you know, get out of bed first thing and do this or whatever. Like, I'm just, it's like every day. It's like practicing mindfulness, you know? It's like every day I'm asking myself, like, what does my body actually want right now? Like, what's going to make me feel the best throughout this whole day, etc. So if you want to try it, try it. But yeah, just, I think having mindfulness be the goal instead of just like at least for me um but i know you know it can be hard to pick up a new habit like that and um having mindfulness be the goal instead of you know oh i want to accomplish not being on my phone every day for a week let's see like i don't know sometimes that just is more like forcing which like i guess sometimes we need to do like sometimes it does work um, but instead, like, mindful, like, it's almost like a gentler approach, you know? 
because you're genuinely asking yourself and your body, like checking in instead of just like, I'm going to do this regardless of anything, <laughs> regardless of how I feel. Um, so yeah, like today, y'all, I do have my mostly decaf coffee because I was a little tired from my bullshitting this weekend and I did want to get some stuff done today. So I'm like, I'm just going to make it and just see how I feel. Like if I don't feel like finishing it, I'm not going to. And it's not even really hitting, so I'm probably not going to finish it, but it did help me because I did have to take a nap today after my leg. <laughs> Maybe it's the full moon in Cancer, too. Like, at the day I'm recording this, I think it is the full moon. Did you have any full moon realizations? Let me know. So let me know if you've been thinking about any of those things. Um, if you've been dealing with extra stress, extra maybe anxiety. Um, I did get a comment on the last episode. This girl said, I totally relate to getting so nervous about having to do a certain thing and it feeling like such a block, like I'm going to be there forever. This is very helpful advice to think about what you're going to do after it's over. Love and anxiety hack. And then she said, great podcast. Thank you so much. Love you. But, oh my God, wait, I don't think I talked about this in that podcast, but I found it after maybe. I found this IG account and I did follow, but I don't know if I'm going to keep following. I was just kind of like, we'll see. Um, so I'll link the post down below. I did post it on my story, but it's just a little text post that says, when you deal with overwhelming sensations in the body, it's important to remember that you can and will experience well-being again. Ease, flow, comfort, regulation, and safety. Um, and there was a TikTok I've definitely talked about on here multiple times, but they said something like, I know it's safe to feel off balance because I know I'm always going to return to to balance or like to just ease the very act of trusting that your body and nervous system can restore balance holds a positive quality of possibility that is itself regulating but how do you go about reestablish reestablishing that regulation in your body long term um so then he talks about after being overwhelmed your nervous system may have an increased need for safe and trusting relationships keep in mind that you should be feeling safe or safer than baseline in your body for best results. Nervous system soothing skill set. In the meantime, it will be important to find out what supports your body to be at ease and soothed. This is different for everyone, so it will require that you take note of when you feel improvements in your state. You can pay attention to when you feel more calm, curious, social, in flow, and trusting to gauge your nervous system. Notice what supports this. It could involve anything from essential oils to sauna, from cooking to massages, breathing exercises, extra sleep, reading, or singing. In the meantime, do your best to disengage from catastrophizing, worst case scenario thinking, and eternity thinking, assuming it will last forever. And remember that your body has generated regulation before and it can do it again. Hope this helps. That really helped me because like, I never even really knew that there was like a term for that. Um, but yeah, like that comment and like when I think... I was talking about it last week, just that feeling like, I don't know, my whole life, even when I was a kid, like I've just always been kind of like a warrior. Like it's always like, you know, if I had a presentation in school or something, I would just be so stressed out before leading up to it. Um, but then like it actually comes and it's like fine. And I'm like, I do great. And it's like, yeah, I knew this would happen. But like, I actually didn't. Like, I actually was like very hardcore stressing. And I know a lot of people probably experience like getting nervous before something, but I just feel like it's like at a different level for me. <laughs> just like in the, 
the change of like before and like during, you know? Um, and I think a lot of it has to do with like the eternity thinking, like you're just assuming it will last forever. Um, you know, maybe even subconsciously, but it's just like, you don't see life past that. So, um, like I was talking about in last week's episode, just reminding myself, like, I think I used the example of like going on a plane, like sometimes that can cause anxiety for me. So what's helped me, um, one of the things that's helped me is like thinking of what I'm going to do after the flight and like imagining getting off and like, you know, getting off the plane safely and like things like that. Like just reminding myself the time is going to go by either way. It's not like you're going to be stuck there forever. Like it's going to be fine. (laughs) Sometimes it's easier said than done, but, um, yeah. And as far as like nervous system regulation techniques, I would love to hear what helps you guys, but like what helps me is definitely yoga and just physical exercise and movement. Um, even like taking a walk. Yeah. I just feel like the gym, I just am always like calm there. Um, but yeah, yoga, especially, and especially like breathing exercises. If you guys saw, I posted on my story, um, the like, what's it called? The nostril breathing, alternate nostril breathing. So you like take your thumb and index finger and you cover one side, you breathe in one side, hold it, switch to the other side, exhale through that nostril, inhale, hold it. You can look it up. Yoga with Adrian has a video on it, but that can really help. Um, also, she's talked about the Ujjayi breath, which is like where you kind of make like an ocean sound. Like you kind of constrict the back of your throat when you're breathing. So it sounds like an ocean um, and you kind of have to like focus on it a little more. So it puts you back in your body and you, you're not thinking about having anxiety. Um, Sudoku, knitting, definitely like just talking with somebody, you know, like that could be FaceTiming a friend, but like just having some kind of human interaction. And like, I guess if you're, if you have social anxiety, maybe that's like not the vibe, but like, you know, if you're talking with someone that you already love and trust and know, and not just like going up to a stranger, um, cleaning. (laughs) Yeah. So let me know what helps you guys, but it is really important to take note of these things. Lavender oil, taking a bath, um, so you kind of have like a little, what, like skill set or like toolbox of things that you can do. So when you are experiencing extra stress, if you're experiencing anxiety, it's like, you know what it is. And then, you know, like, okay, if I do these things and maybe I'll have to try a couple different of them, um, I'm going to return back to balance. And I feel like that's like one of the main reasons why, I don't know, like when I was getting panic attacks, like in high school, I think that's part of the, that's one of the main reasons why it was so scary is because I didn't know what it was. Um, It seemed so random and out of my control and just like terrifying. Like it really feels like you're going to die, especially if you don't know what it is. So just the fact that you can be aware of what it is and know that there are tools that can help you like restore back to balance and that you will restore back to balance um that like takes away a lot of the anxiety in and of itself just because you know it's not like you know you're still safe even if you don't feel safe you know you are 
So I hope that helps. Uh, but yeah, and you know, mindfulness. I'm not going to. I don't know, go on my phone first thing or have a bunch of caffeine first thing if I know it's just going to like make me more stressed later on. So yeah, hope that helps. Um, anyway, can't wait to read your comments about that. What helps you regulate your nervous system, calm the fuck down, and what puts you back in your body? Um, book update. So I finished Three Women. And I think in the last episode, I was talking about how I was almost done with it. But yeah, I finished it. I w- definitely had to wait until the end to like know what my thoughts were going to be. Because it was really going to depend on the ending. So if you don't know, I mean, it kind of reads like a novel, but it's based on three actual women's lives. Um, one of them has an affair with her English teacher, like in high school. Um one is in a marriage that's lost its passion and she reconnects with like her high school crush having an affair um and then one is happily married to a man who likes to watch her have sex with other men and women so it's definitely a lot of tea um there's definitely points that are very triggering and just very like heavy subjects you know and just like ew um so just like warning if any of that is going to trigger you like some of it was hard for me to read but like I don't know I still could get through it and it's just kind of nice to have a lot of the issues that we go through as women like recognized um I don't want to give anything away about the book but there's just like a lot of relatable topics and like yeah so I mean I guess I would recommend it like depending on if you can tolerate it not that it's so crazy or like so graphic or anything but just like some of the it's like sad like a lot of it is just really heartbreaking um and it just kind of I don't want to say how it ends but it's not like it's real you know so it's not like this perfect Hollywood movie ending where justice is restored and like they all live happily ever after like it's not that so if you want kind of a depressing read but that's very real like it was really good and like i finished it so fast um i guess i would recommend but yeah i mean i'm glad i read it it's just like kind of heavy like i don't want to recommend this to someone and then they like are so triggered reading it (laughs) but i mean i would recommend it because it is really good and it's like a lot of tea like you just keep I just could not put this book down, you know? Sheesh. Okay, so then switching the vibe. New book alert. A classic. Can't believe I've never read this. Um, I literally am just a couple. I am literally just read the first chapter. Oh, not everyone's watching this. All About Love by Bell Hooks. I will link both of these video or both of these books down below if you're interested. Um, but this video, why do I keep saying video? This book, I'm like, this TikTok, (laughs) this book is definitely a lot more essay type vibes. Um, so, but still, at least in the first chapter, still very like, you know, talks about how women experience love differently than men and how our expectations are different and like things like that. So it's almost like a segue kind of because this book not like talks about it specifically in the same way that this one does but there's like themes of that in three women so i'm interested to read this look at me 
saying I'm gonna read one book a month and then reading like 87 but then yeah like I'll read a bunch of books this month and then next month I won't um no we'll see hopefully that's not the case but let me know if you've read this book all about love um I just feel like it's such a classic that fucking everyone has read so I'm excited to get through it um and yeah it's been nice to like have a book (laughs) it's like oh I actually forgot that reading is fun but it's like when you have a good book it's just so much easier to read and it's not like you have to force yourself to like sit down and read because you just want to you know um so yeah I will be updating my goodreads and then I have two books ready to go after that so I'm like on a roll um book updates yeah So let me know if you're reading anything right now. You can follow me on Goodreads. I'm really not on there that much. Mostly just to like log books and keep track of books. Like I'm not really writing reviews or anything. Um, But I mean, if you want to see the books that I have read, like, yeah. I don't even know how updated it is. It's like a bunch of books in 2016 where I was like reading, you know, Eckhart Tolle and whatnot. And then it's like now. (laughs) So I don't really know how. I'm going to update it now though. You know, like it's updated now as of this year, but. Anyway, okay, I just wanted to give, like, a quick little story time. This is what I say when I mean, like, I just had a bunch of random little updates in the story. Okay, y'all. So, I posted on Instagram, like, a little question thing that was, like, what's a food you're embarrassed to like so i was like reposting people's answers you know we, we had some good conversation some people this one girl was like rat cookie dough it's like babe that's not embarrassing like i literally was like that is a cute quaint item like that <laughs> i'm looking for the answers like i eat sardines with whipped cream you know like come on <laughs> but so yeah it was really funny and then i remembered this okay i don't even know how to s- describe this then I posted this old photo <laughs> and I literally think it's the funniest thing, but I just had to like explain it. Um, okay. So when I was back home in the summer, my parents had this like, just pad a paper out, you know, I don't know, by the phone, not by the phone. Do they even have a home phone? Um, but there's just a pad of paper out and it looked kind of like old timey. Like it has a little Eiffel Tower on it. It says appointments. Like it, it looks kind of vintage. So I was like, okay, I'm going to play a prank on them. And I'm going to write, like, I think I had also recently rewatched, like, the Kate Kittredge movie. Yeah, she was the American Girl doll that, like, grew up during the Great Depression. Um, So I was like, I'm going to write, like, a Great Depression recipe on this. And then, like, pretend like I found it in the garage. I'm like, oh my god, look at this ancient, like, artifact that I found. So I'm just going to read it. (laughs) Shirley's Depression Recipe. And I tried to write it, like, kind of like how an old person would write it. One cup nettle leaves. Three quarts Victory Garden Deluxe. I don't know if you guys know Molly, the American Girl doll, but they had a Victory Garden because I was like in World War II. One can cream of corn. (laughs) No, like, okay. Four cups of lead. (laughs) One stream caught trout. (laughs) Two package jello. Four weenies. Stir and enjoy. <laughs> Feeds 12 to 30. <laughs> so I had like written that and then I just like. 
I think to my dad, I was like, look what I found in the garage. And he just like didn't get it. And like, neither of my parents thought it was funny. Like, they were like, why are you like dying over this? Like, it's not funny. <laughs> but I was just like imagining like, you know, when people are like, oh, like this was my Mima's recipe that's been like passed down through generations. This is my Mima's favorite like Victory Garden depression recipe. <laughs> Lux, you know? And like, this is the recipe. <laughs> posted it on my story and literally no one replied until today like you know last minute when it's about to expire on my story um (laughs) bro like why am I the only one that thinks this is so funny like (laughs) like it's so funny to me and like it's just like why does no one think it's as funny as I think it is? Like, And then my mom threw it away. So thank God I got a photo of it because why would she throw it away? Like, this is literally so funny. Like, when I went back for Thanksgiving, I was like, oh, where's my Great Depression recipe? Because I had, like, put it on the fridge. And she's like, uh, I thought the joke was over, so I threw it away. <laughs> thank God I got a photo. You know what's going to reset my nervous system? Looking at this photo, okay? Like, let me put in my favorites right now. Oh, my God, it's so funny. <laughs> stir and enjoy like imagine like just imagine and you know there's like a recipe like this and they're like this is my mima's favorite shirley's depression recipe <laughs> oh my god like is it too niche like <laughs> did you guys not watch kit carriage <laughs> did you guys not have to feed 12 to 30 people in the boarding house <laughs> did you guys not get a stream cut trout <laughs> Uh, comment down below if it's funny or not. <laughs> Actually, I don't care because I think it's funny and that's all that matters. <laughs> anyway, I just had to, like, show that embarrassment. Uh, the real embarrassing food of all time was Shirley's depression recipe that no one thought was a joke. Like, just imagining so many people clicking through that and, like, n- like thinking it was real or, like, not knowing what it was and just, like, not saying anything. POV, you're clicking through Stella Ray's story and she has Shirley's depression recipe on there and you think it's like an actual like I'm just sharing Mima's recipe. <laughs> just wanted to like check in with you guys and share Mima's recipe. <laughs> Is that what people thought? Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like I've been having too much fun on IG recently. Um yeah, so that's the story of Shirley's depression recipe. <laughs> It's the four cups of lead for me. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. She's like, horrifying. Um, Shirley's depression recipe. Let's talk about it. <laughs> what can you substitute for lead in Shirley's depression recipe? Thank you so much for your comment. I truly appreciate it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> Anyways, so that's, like, how I entertain myself. Um, But people were saying, like, really funny things. I'm literally... That's going to be the part that I put on my Instagram, that clip, because I need people to know, like... Do I need to explain the joke to you guys? Like, um, I mean, I guess we're kind of over this. Yeah. A lot of people said mayonnaise. Okay, people were saying, like, different vegetables, like asparagus. 
someone was like brussels sprouts are so embarrassing to like it's like no they're not brussels sprouts are actually like very trendy <laughs> it's not embarrassing like if someone's making you feel bad for eating brussels sprouts like you need to check that relationship like is this someone you still really want in your life or not you know <laughs> Multiple people said asparagus. Like, what? And multiple people also said McDonald's fish filet. Oh, my God. Love a sauerkraut. Multiple people said sardines. Sardines do hit sometimes. I haven't had them in, like, a long time, but me and my dad would always, like, eat a sardine. I don't know why. That was, like, our thing. Anyway, that's the fucking vibe. So, in a more serious topic i wanted to talk about this tiktok that's kind of going around at least at the time of me recording this um this girl was just like i want to wake up in the morning and make breakfast for me and my husband and send him to work and then i want to go to yoga and then i want to make lunch and have him come home for lunch and then i want to go on a walk and then i want to make dinner and then i want to go to the gym and then that's it that's all i want to do um so it's like okay like i feel you for sure Someone quotes tweeted it. Wait, I actually retweeted it. The woman before us fought for the right to work, not because labor is fun, but because relying on men financially resulted in financial abuse and restricted women's freedom. No one hates labor more than me, but putting my life in a man's hands sounds more daunting than a nine to five. And that's the real tea. Like, y'all, do you understand? Like, and I've talked about this subject before. Um, just in terms of the whole, like, oh, I miss our grandparents' generation, like, when it comes to dating and whatnot. Like, oh, they, they really just stayed together. It's like, no, Mima wasn't allowed to get a job and be financially independent, so she was actually forced to stay with Peepa, who was, like, physically abusing her every day. Like, that's not goals, babe. That's patriarchy. <laughs> um, and same for this. Like, that's not to say if you want to be a stay-at-home wife or whatever, like, oh, that's, like, a bad thing. But, like, the person had posted the TikTok and said, like, I'm sensing a cultural shift as women start realizing working sex. Um, and I just see tweets, like, not all the time, but sometimes I'll see, like, a tweet or a post that's, like, uh, why? And I know some of them are kind of joking, but just that vibe of, like, uh, oh, like, why why did women work so hard for us to be able to work like this sucks and it's like it's not like it's like babe the opposite like you like i just think of some of the guys in this world and like imagine having to be with them out of like you know, just because you don't have another option. And that's just, like, how the world has worked for so long. Um, so definitely get your own coins. What's the City Girl quote? I forget the exact lyric. Oh, my God, I'm going to sound so dumb. I could buy it, but I would rather he buy it. Period. Um, <laughs> hello. But, like, that's not, like, relying you know, we need to have a backup plan. And that's, you know, the... You know, when a woman would be gifted just, like, some random gold bracelets or something 
as a wedding gift and it's like this is not to wear but it's like in case you have to leave him you'll have you know something that you can pawn or sell or whatever because it's not like you can have your own bank account um so i would love to know your thoughts on that and also with the whole stay at home girlfriend thing i don't know if it's just one girl on tiktok like her videos don't come up all the time but i've seen a couple of them and it's like day in my life as a stay-at-home girlfriend i don't know how much of that is i don't know i feel like with this one specific girl like she actually quit her job because her boyfriend provides for her and the thing is like you're not even married so like he could just leave you one day and like you would essentially have nothing and you'd have this huge gap in your resume and like i don't know like i don't know her situation so maybe that wouldn't happen like you know maybe she even does still work or whatever but like like i love the idea of a man being a provider but i also you know want my own shit because men are still gonna be men at the end of the day just like bro you just want to have your own like agency over your life (laughs) to completely rely on someone like ew like i just think of being a kid and you know you couldn't even like go to the mall because you had no money and you had to like ask your parents and they'd be like no and then it's like what am i supposed to do now (laughs) You know, like, that fucking sucked. Like, imagine that as an adult. Like, ew. Um, So, again, that's not to say, like, oh, if you want to be a stay-at-home mom or wife, like, do you even care about feminism? But it's just, like, I don't know. There should be, like, the option. (laughs) Like, are you choosing that or are you forced to do that because you have nothing like you're not allowed to work or like you can't you know um so then there was this article from the atlantic titled the professional women who are leaning out the competing demands of work and motherhood have some white collar women choosing part-time work and loving it um and i'll link it down below but what was the intro yeah to be a working mother during a global pandemic is to be constantly torn between your kids and your clients um For this one woman, having it all meant listening to her six-year-old sob and bang on her door in search of comfort and not being able to give it to him because she was in the middle of an important call. The distance that you have as a parent working outside of the home keeps you from seeing these things. Um, But then this article also just really reminded me of, like, how so much is expected of women and it's just, like, never enough. Like, if you choose to work full-time, it's like, well, why aren't you at home being a good mother to your children and why aren't you at home being a good wife? And then if you choose to be a stay-at-home mom, it's like, well, do you not even care about feminism? Like, do you even care about having a career? Like, I wish I could just stay home all day. Um, And a lot of the labor, the, you know, emotional labor and physical labor that it takes to run a household... And take care of children just so often goes overlooked. And, you know, fathers are so often praised for, like, the bare minimum. Um, and, you know, women, mothers are, like, always doing everything. And, like, actually parenting. Not just, like, being there to hang out. Um, so, it's, like, we really just, like, what can we do? In the U.S., high-paying part-time jobs are not very common. Oh, and then in this article, they were talking about how um, in other places, like, Dutch women and Swiss women are more likely to have part-time jobs. Um, in the U.S., high-paying part-time jobs are not very common because American bosses tend to frown on work- workers asking to work less. 
and existing part-time jobs are less likely to come with high salaries or good benefits. For more American women to work part-time, more companies would have to be willing to hire people part-time. Childcare would have to get cheaper and more accessible because some women currently couldn't even afford part-time childcare. Paid parental leave would have to become a standard beyond the widest of white-collar work so that having a baby didn't mean risking your job and livelihood. Higher wages would help make the math work, too, and women would need some time on their hands to push for these things. By making women so stressed out, so time scarce, we've also limited their ability to be active politically and to advocate for what they need. Making part-time work possible for everyone would also require erasing some of its stigma. Instead of saying they work part-time, it's often more acceptable for professional American women to say they're consulting or freelancing. Entrepreneurship is a proud American tradition. Taking it easy is not. And then talking about this, founding partner of a public affairs firm. She decided to go part-time. She describes herself as an all-in person, someone who never does anything halfway. My identity for myself had become wrapped in this idea of being a bad, a big bad boss bitch, she said. (laughs) She came to see the new job, the part-time job, as still being all-in, but all-in for her family, and maybe even all-in for her own mental and physical health. Feminism, these women decided, doesn't have to be all about work. Sometimes, in fact, it can mean relaxing a bit, especially in the middle of a global emergency. Um, This one woman quit her law firm job in March, and since then she's been working on a book. She also joined a smaller law firm run by her friends, which will require fewer hours and offer her more control over her career. I think you're a feminist if you're making choices for yourself. So, interesting article. I'll link it down below, but yeah, it just brought up a lot of different ideas, like for me and especially related to that tiktok you know like why would we have to work it's like we should have maybe we should have the option to work like so i would love to hear your thoughts on this if you are married or in a relationship um you know specifically with a man are you like do you still work do you not What are your thoughts? What do you plan to do? Like, what could you envision yourself doing if you're not, like, at that stage yet? Um, I, what's my answer? Like, I, I'm just like, I just want to make the Celebrate podcast forever, so. And yeah, I like what they say at the end of this article about, um, feminism doesn't have to be all about work. Sometimes it can mean relaxing a bit, um, because there's also this idea that, like, I don't know, I feel like so much... It just made me think of this, like, so much of, I don't we do live in a patriarchal society, and I feel like this model of, like, you just have to work as much as you can, and, like, the more hours, the better, oh, grinding, <laughs> hustle culture, um, I don't know, it just, it's that very, like, patriarchal capitalism type of mindset, but, like, I like how they say the new job is still being all in, but all in for family and for your own mental and physical health. And you're not like a failure because you're choosing to work less or saying no to a project or something or saying no to somebody. Um, Just looking at life more holistically instead of like, I'll sleep and I'm dead. The grind never stops. Um, Entrepreneurship. uh, Do you even own an LLC? (laughs) Like I love a baddie, you know, boss babe, but how can we be more holistic and take everything into account? And I mean, these are kind of like all different like facets, but kind of the same overarching idea. I also would recommend 
as I always do when we kind of talk about this subject, the book, Why Women Have Better Sex Under Socialism. And they also give examples in that book of, I forget the specific countries. I want to say like Sweden. I forget. Um, but just where childcare is, you know, more affordable and like just how things are set up differently there compared to the United States. Um, yeah, that's a really good book, really good read. It has to do with a lot of this, these kind of topics. So if you're interested, check it out. It's pretty, it's a pretty quick read. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I should actually reread that. Um, but just that idea of like when you have your own money, you're more likely to choose a partner, not because of financial security or domestic security, but because you actually like vibe. Um, and then, you know, it gave examples of like what that looks like in different parts of the world, etc. So would definitely recommend another book recommendation. Look at me on my reading vibes. So yeah, I'll link this article down below as well, but I would love to hear your thoughts on that. Um, yeah, very interesting. So it actually is officially Mercury retrograde and we kind of talked about it last week, but just a quick reminder y'all um, This this is actually from cosmopolitan Wait, I don't know if I wanted to read from this one This particular mercury retrograde is happening in The sign of Aquarius if you're a fixed sign like me Aquarius Taurus Leo or Scorpio you're feeling this transit the strongest if you're a Libra or a Gemini, you're getting off easy this time. Whenever Mercury goes retrograde, it means you got to slow down. People, projects, and relationships from your past are likely coming back around. Retrogrades are a time to revisit the past, review circumstances, and rework how to move on, or even decide to reintroduce that past person, project, or thing to your current life. Retrogrades pull your focus towards the past, so you shouldn't make any major decisions about your future right now. Um, if you've been waiting to start something, sign a big contract, get a new iPhone for the Stellar Vlogs, I suggest you keep on waiting till after the retrograde ends on February 3rd. Um, and because this retrograde is in Aquarius, the sign of social circles, pay special attention to your crew. You might discover that someone you thought was a good friend is actually a frenemy, but don't jump to any conclusions. <laughs> if you need to start a tough convo or have the talk, Make sure you think very carefully about what you want to say and how you want to say it. You're being given a chance to find closure for good. Retrogrades are a time to clear out baggage so you can step back into life as your best self. Good luck. And I know I've talked about it, you know, over these past few weeks with the new year, new me vibes and all of that. But I kind of love when the year starts out with a retrograde because it's like we can just really review everything from the past year and we're already kind of on that theme maybe not as much now since we're later into january but you know it's the beginning of the year we're still kind of on that vibe of like planning for the year and like what don't i want to be like last year etc um so it's just a good time to do that and i feel like after the, this after mercury retrograde venus retrograde we're just gonna like know what we want going forward i feel you know it's gonna be like okay so it's not a time to freak out. It's not a time to be stressed. Babe, we're, we know we have our toolbox of stress and anxiety relief hacks. So we're just going to apply those. We're going to do our yoga with Adrian. We're going to do our meditation. We're not going to have too much caffeine. We're going to listen to the Stellar podcast. Not drink too much tequila, if at all. Make some bone broth and just like 
really get into that journaling sesh and read our book all about love. <laughs> but yeah, journaling. Um, let me read a few of the things. Bougie Billy sent you a snap um, that I saw from, what's it called? Leap of Faith Quotes on IG. I love their infographics about astrology. I'll link it down below. And if I ever forget to link something and you want it, just let me know. Sometimes I just think I forget. But I, I feel like recently I've been really good at linking everything. Mercury retrograde checklist. Double check all texts and emails. Pause and think before you speak. Triple check appointments. Journal any difficult emotions. Have a digital detox. Reset and ground in nature. Meditate. Back up your technology. Leave extra time to get to destinations. Finish old projects. Hold off buying new technology. What have I been saying? Double check contracts. Obviously, you know, some things we just can't avoid. You may need to sign a contract. You may need to sign a new lease. Whatever. You might meet someone and want to go on that date, even though you're like, oh, I shouldn't start new relationships. But like, it's just kind of like, oh, keep in mind. Just double check everything. If you can hold off, do it. But it's like, you can't let astrology literally run your life, you know, because life still has to go on. And we do live in this modern society. So no need to fear. Um, but just like, I think, yeah, really slowing down mindfulness, babes. And we can get through it. And just like journaling. I'm, I need to do that today. Um, and we'll be fine. So let me know your sign. Are you a fixed sign? Is this going to impact us more? It's already been in its shadow period. So, and Venus has already been retrograde. So, you know, we're going to be fine. Like, don't worry about it. Um, I think that's all I have to talk about this week. I do feel like I was kind of all over the place, but that's kind of just how I'm how I'm feeling on this, like, kind of day two hangover. Not really, but, like, I'm, I'm not really hungover, but I'm just kind of like, I need to reset, <laughs> reset, review, etc. I'm about to make some lunch. I feel like my stomach keeps making noises. <laughs> so I'm going to do that. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Let me know your thoughts on anything we discussed today. In a comment down below, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye, everyone.